Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences podcast, a dental advice show. I'm Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, I got a package in the mail today. Oh. From your brother. <laughs> Your brother, yeah, uh, and I'm just going to say it how the card was written. <laughs> okay. Clintoris Timmerman? Uh-huh. Or is it Clintoris? Which one is it? <laughs> Clintoris or Clintoris? <laughs> um, uh, that's what he wrote on the on the card. I didn't, uh-huh. I'm not making a crude joke. Uh-huh. Um, that's what he wrote. That, that sounds a, like him. Yeah. That does sound like him. Yeah. <laughs> if you need to donate to his charity, uh, you can reach him at Sizzle Chest DDS or something. What? Yeah, Sizzle Chest DDS at uh, Twitter or CST25 at hotmail.com. <laughs> uh, it's still better than a made up charity that goes to your house. Yeah. Yeah. As a rule, I, I find that it goes over better. Right. Yeah. That's- it's not Sizzle Chest who gets your money, just FYI. <laughs> no. <laughs> he wishes. Although I got to give him a shout out. I think he uh, went to New York uh, last month and got recognized for his uh, charitable efforts through that that group. So nice, good for him. Yeah, good for him. Well, he was feeling charitable last week as well. Yeah, and he parlayed that charity into sending me a box with three bags. Nice of Tim's Cascade style, extra thick. And huh? crunchy, yeah, potato chips, jalapeno flavored. Nice. But were they all are three glu- the jalapeno. They were all three jalapenos. Oh, so okay. I'm guessing either Didn't that's the only up. one they had on Amazon, or okay. that's his favorite one. I guess so. They, they that's kind of nice, my favorite chip. They so have a I'm wide glad. assortment of flavors as well. So if you're not into jalapeno and you want your sea salt, you want your sour cream. No, jalapeno is your... my favorite chip by far. Okay. All right. Glu- Gluten free, in case you're wondering. Ooh. So tell me what's special about these chips. This is a Pacific Northwest thing. Yeah, you know, I've had other chips, and then went, oh, these are kind of like Tim's and, and things. But it just, I want to say about 20 years ago, 25 years ago, they just kind of popped on the scene and tried them out. And they're just extra, they're just a little bit thicker than Lay's, and they're just extra crunchy. It's just got to the good texture. They're just a favorite. When in doubt, if there's Tim's available next to other things, I go. I always reach for the Tim's. And you like it a little extra thick. I do like it thick. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad to know that you like it <laughs> a little thick. Um, I'm not sure I can provide that for you, but... Uh, <laughs> so I, I thought, you know, we've done the Dense Supply Serona potato chip tasting. We, uh, air quotes, yeah. we. Well, you ate all of yours. I <laughs> yeah. thought I was special. I thought it was a special gift for like previous speakers. Uh-huh. Okay. No, it turns out every dentist in the country got those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were past tense for me by the time you cracked them open. Yeah, so I was disappointed by those. I thought maybe we could try these and, and uh-huh. just see how these go. So yeah, I haven't even opened the bag yet. I'm going to bring it over. I'm going to see if I can get some Foley work going here. Get the get the Foley. How does that sound? There you go. 
You know, my Gina, mouth is watering right now. Just from hearing that, yeah. Our good friend Gina uh, Dorfman posted uh, in the Funny Shit group um, about ASMR and uh-huh. uh, like the the sound of of eating potato chips uh, is ASMR for some people. I like guess advanced so. Advanced sensory meditation or relaxation or something like that. Something um, like that. So it's like a relaxation technique. People listen to other people eating potato chips for relaxation. All right. This is a podcast you can go to sleep at night too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. So I'm going to crack these open. The other thing is they designed potato chip bags so that if you go to get some in the middle of the night, Uh everyone in your neighborhood knows about it. Everybody knows. Sun chips are the worst. Oh, yeah? Oh, that bag is like deafeningly loud. (laughs) All right, so here's my first uh, Tim's potato chip. Okay. It's a tasty potato chip, Lance. Good. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat another one. How's the texture? Are you getting good sound effects on that? I'm I'm uh, I'm wishing I had a bag of in front of me right yeah. now. Yeah, these are good. It's got good. a good bite of jalapeno. Good, but it's not like crazy. It's not like that um, that wing eating challenge that I watched Kristen Bell do today. Oh, okay. No tears yeah. to the eyes. No, those those are great, actually. Great jalapeno flavor, but not like so spicy that you couldn't eat, you know, Jesus, a whole bag of them. Those are good. They are <laughs> yeah. extra thick. They are good. They got yeah. good texture. Good. A plus on the Tim's Cascade style potato chips. That's right. That's our local mountain range. I like it. I didn't know that was a style. Now that now that I now I know when I see something that's extra thick, I'm just gonna start calling it Cascade style. There you go. She's Cascade style. Kim Kardashian, Cascade style. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Speaking of jalapeno flavored potato chips, uh-huh. uh huh. And, and, and what that may make some people uh, have to do a few hours later. Uh huh. Um, I, I made kind of a crazy extravagant purchase that I was somewhat regretting when I made it. And, really? Uh, I, I'm not regretting it anymore. Why did you regret it <laughs> when you did regret it? Because of how much I spent on oh, okay. this particular item. So I'll, we'll go back to, to Voices of Dentistry last year. Okay. 20, was it 2019 Voices of Dentistry, I guess? You mean like nine months ago? Yeah. Okay. In January. Okay. That would be 2019. Yeah. Bunch of our friends stayed at a Airbnb. Uh-huh. I think it was like, I don't know, it was like 10 guys. It was like Brett, Francis, and Steve Vorholt, and... Yeah. I don't know. I think Rusty was there and a bunch of guys, a bunch of guys were there. And they were all talking about this toilet seat in one of the bathrooms. Uh Uh-huh. That was like an electronic toilet seat. There's raving about this thing. Just raving about it, raving about it. So then a couple weeks ago, I'm in Delaware. I'm talking to Michael Keller and Michael Keller still, still talking about this. Talking about how he went home and, 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 uh, and ordered it after VOD. Okay. And so he sends me the Amazon link and it just sits like on my, on my desktop, like in my tabs for a few days. Uh huh. And at some point I just like pull the trigger on it and it's several hundred dollars. Okay. And just for, if you're looking to like look into this, it's a Toto, like the band who sang Africa, which we okay. love. Nice. Washlet. 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 Okay. S550E is the model. Huh. It's okay. it's a pretty penny. 
Gotcha. That's what had me regretting it was the amount of money I spent on this stupid thing. All right. All right. So it comes like on Saturday. We have like a little pool party Saturday by Saturday night. Uh, everyone's feeling um, pretty high. Everyone's feeling pretty good. Um, so good that, 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 you know, there's some early bedtimes for, for some people and I'm feeling fine. So I decide to hook this bad boy up and it's about 10 minutes of installation. Really need just like a Phillips head screwdriver. That's kind of it. So I hooked this baby up and it was sort of love at first sit. Um, I don't want to get too graphic and did you say love at first sit? Yes. Love at first sit. Um, not love at first shit. (laughs) Well, I was going to, I don't want to get too graphic. Um, automatic up and down toilet seat so we never have to deal with like the argument about leaving the toilet seat up any of that kind of stuff oh, okay yeah heated toilet toilet seat in you know it's august it's 105 degrees here so that's not such a big deal right now but i can see a day when that's going to be very nice uh-huh um and then just all of the other uh hygienic features but it's it's left me with two conundrums lance and i want your help with both of them okay i'm good with a conundrum conundrum one Okay. When you use this uh-huh. piece of equipment, right? No hands get used. Oh. Everything is taken care of for you. So you guys can go research what I mean by that, but everything is taken care of for you. Oh. So there's no hands in the equation. So I don't need to wa- worry about washing my hands. Well, that's kind of my question. It's like my whole entire life it's been do that, wash hands, do that, wash hands, yeah. do that, wash hands. Yeah. But like I'm not literally touching anything but my belt like that's it so huh. that's it there's nothing there's no hand there's no hands involved you feel like you're cheating i sort of do so like do i still need to wash my hands probably just for appearances because if but you who's, out- like it's in my house it's this isn't like in a public this isn't an art installation all right so you only wash your hands bathroom. If, if you have guests over <laughs> and they're in my bathroom well you know, people, you can eavesdrop. You know when someone just immediately Yeah, you sort of run like, the water for a few seconds. Dude, and, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I kind of think, like, I don't think you need to wash your hands anymore. It doesn't sound like it. It's pretty amazing. It's just a weird feeling. It really is. You feel like a dirty boy. All right. But really, it's you're the cleanest boy there is, really. Apparently, cleanest yeah. boy. Second conundrum. Uh-huh. I think I have to get one for the office. <laughs> because uh-huh. there was a moment today I sort of finished morning patients a few minutes early so I ran some errands like dry cleaning and post uh-huh. office and stuff like that kind of out and about and thinking like oh, I could go home and uh, and use the Toto <laughs> and so I did like for no uh-huh. other reason than, than the Toto and so I think now I think I'm going to have to get one for the office like that's how great this thing is really okay so if you get one i would say be prepared to get two because i think you're going to want to get one for the office remote control it's it's freaking amazing man it's huh i try not to use hyperbole about stuff but seriously dude it's freaking life-changing life-changing so if i was to get a starter one for my house yeah. which would i do it in the the main bathroom where the guests would use it as well or do i just use it in my private shitter no, I think it's a private thing. Because okay. here's the thing, dude. You don't want to have to like do tutorials for people. And I think <laughs> that you're gonna get like it. It did. It, it there is like a learning curve to okay. it, and like figuring out what all the buttons mean and all that. And okay. You're not gonna want to like have to like. You know when we have a guest on the podcast and you uh-huh. have them watch that video to yeah. like let them know what's gonna happen. Uh-huh. You don't want to have to make one of those. True. For, for <laughs> True. Now, is there a setting on there like the Robert Kraft special, the South Florida special? 
I haven't found that one okay. yet. And right. quite honestly, Lance, if I found that setting, I don't think <laughs> we, we wouldn't be doing this podcast or I would not. You'd never leave I would home. not have shown up for, for patients today. It's probably, I would have, you got on your remote controller, it's probably the Konami code that you plug, plug yeah, like into the, that. Yeah, like the up, down, up, down, up, down, <laughs> left, right, start sort of yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Once you've yeah, that it, one yet, you're, you're, you're. No, uh, I can't find that. If it has that, <laughs> I can't find that. Cause that's just, it's. They're, they're literally just give me a bag of Tim's cascade style <laughs> potato chips, extra thick and, and crunchy. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I never have to leave. Like, yeah. I mean, so, that's the meaning of life. Well, what's, what's, oh, what else is there? Man, <laughs> I, I can't recommend this thing enough, man. I, I know huh. it's crazy to talk about spending, you know, at an entry level, uh-huh. 350 up to a thousand dollars on a toilet seat. Oh, wow. But man, dude. Okay. Dude, it's worth every dime okay well i'll put it in the show notes so that uh listeners can uh, check it out amazon's the best deal by by far by a long way that makes sense so the one i found on amazon was was the one that i ended up getting was uh around 250 to 300 dollars less on amazon than anywhere else so Hmm. okay that's the s s 550e it's freaking amazing s 550e freaking amazing well lance this is an advice show a shitty advice show Literally, <laughs> we answer your questions. We answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any questions, do we, Lance? Not today. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best object in the universe you could possibly spend any money on? <laughs> because we all know that the Toto Washlet S550E is the greatest object ever invented to spend money on. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Question one, Carl asks, any advice on good shoes to wear to work? I've been wearing these brown New Balance shoes because they are comfortable and look adequately professional. But they break a little too quickly, and at $144 a pair, I think they should last longer than they do. Lance, what uh, what kind of shoes do you wear to work? All right. It's kind of funny this question should pop up because just recently I've been um, making some poor life decisions and buying a oh, lot no. of shoes through Facebook pop-up ads. Oh, really? Like what? <laughs> So, and Baron Grutter brought it up the other, the other day that, like, the algorithm knows me. And because he brought up the, uh, one brand called these Allbirds, these uh, wool shoes. Love Allbirds. Allbirds are great. Oh, my God. The most comfortable They're damn so shoes. They're so great, yeah. Ever. And then as I was doing that, then a, a Merino uh, wool shoe came up. And so I bought one of them. And uh, so I've got different colors of shoes. I got blue. I got the dark blue. I got the black. I got the charcoal gray. Uh I'm a mess. I got too many fucking shoes now. I feel like my wife because she buys shoes all the time. It's so you, <laughs> I don't know the second ones, but I do know the Allbirds, and I do love those. And I believe I wore some Allbirds to work on Friday. So okay. great shoes for work. What do you think Allbirds were? About a hundred bucks, less than a hundred, between like, eighty and hundred bucks. Yeah, it was like ninety-five bucks, and uh, they came within. I want to say like within a week. I laced them up, and, and it's nice. It's it's toasty, warm, but it breathes. So yeah. that I don't have to worry about sweating. They're, they're designed that you could wear them without socks, uh, but I, which I, I have done. With, yeah, but I wouldn't do it full time because they're going to get smelly. Yeah, yeah, and and I guess be, because I haven't had them long enough, but I guess they they're they're fabricated with machine washable in mind. So 
Uh, I have not washed mine yet, but yeah, yeah they do say they could. So uh, right there, I mean, I think they look professional. Um, they they are comfortable, and man, they're silent. Yeah, silent but deadly. Apparently, something like yeah, something like that. Um, Carl enclosed a picture. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> Let me see if I can get this over to you because it's good. Of uh, of of him holding his shoes, and the only thing I can so the only way I can describe these brown New Balances uh-huh. are like my grandfather would look at these shoes and be like, "Loser!" Like, that's <laughs> that, they they are like they are. If Monty Burns were to uh, get some new balance shoes. This is what Monty Burns would get. Oh yeah. Um, they're they look the orthopedic. Yeah. They're very orthopedic <laughs> looking. They are new balance. So they do have an, an N logo on them, uh-huh. but it's, everything is sort of all in the same color. They're just sort of tennis shoes that yeah. it's yeah. like brown tennis shoes that an old person would wear is, is the look that I get out of it. So I, I don't think these are professional yeah, they don't professional looking shoes. They don't look like wingtips or anything like that. So I, I'm not sure the professional is the the word I'd yeah. use. But first off, uh, Carl looks like David Keckner. Do you know who David Keckner is? I do. I do. He, he looks just like David Keckner. <laughs> he does. Now that you say it, I'm a, yeah, dead ringer. It actually, in fact, I thought it was David Keckner holding up a pair of his grandfather's shoes when, uh-huh. when I saw this. Um, I love David Keckner. I think David Keckner's great. Uh, from Anchorman, for anybody yeah. who doesn't know who David Keckner is. Did a year or uh, two did, on Saturday Was he Live. the sports guy on, uh, on Anchorman? Yeah, I think so. Trying to, yeah. Yeah, the guy that wore a cowboy hat yep. on Anchorman. That's, that's, uh, that's David Keckner. Um <sighs> When I was in dental school, do you know what you know what was a hot item when I was in dental school? I do not. Crocs. <laughs> Crocs had like just come out when I was in dental school. I think that's an exaggeration saying they were hot. Well, I mean, they were <laughs> the hottest they were ever going to be. Okay. Was okay. when I was in dental school. And so there's a, a fair number of people like tooling around in in male both male female Fair number of people in scrubs and Crocs, and I I never mm. liked the look. I thought the look was always always yeah, that, a tough that's, look. That's a tough one. Um, and then a few years later, and I don't remember the 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 year, but do you remember when Brett Favre got into a little sticky controversy? Literally, with a dick pic. Yes. <laughs> For some reason, and I don't know why, I remember this. I, I I love a website called uh, Deadspin. Uh-huh. Um, it's sort of like TMZ, but for for sports. Okay. And um, anytime there's a celeb dick pic, they always get it. They always publish it. They always oh, joke really? about it. Yeah, it's, oh, it's really funny. Um, <laughs> and if I mean an athlete, you know, is always their that's kind of their 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 ballywick. Uh-huh. And I remember in the Brett Favre dick pic that he was wearing Crocs. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought that was yeah. I thought that was really tough. Um, yeah, I thought that was really really tough, and I really think that that the croc is a really tough look because I just can't look at a croc nowadays without, without thinking of thinking of Brett Favre's dick. dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just bad. It's unfortunate for sure. It's very unfortunate. <laughs> um, it's that's a tough brand sort of. Yeah. 
you just get, yeah, like Croc, it's going to take a lot for Crocs to be able to, to, to live up, live over that. Um, but yeah. I, you know, the idea of a Croc isn't bad, right? It's sort of the idea of kind of a mule kick sort of deal. Okay. Um, I mean, what about the good old fashioned, uh, like the wooden, you know, uh, what, uh, what national is that Norway? Is that, is that Sweden or, or where is it where they wear like the wooden, the wooden shoes, uh, the Dutch. Yeah. The Dutch. Okay. So yeah. the Dutch, I think. Although you know, the, uh, French also wore wooden shoes and they called them a sabot, S-A-B-O-T. And, uh, rumor is that, uh, these factory workers, uh, wanted, went on strike, and they were mad, so they threw their wooden shoes at the factory, broke all the windows, and it was the first sabotage. Oh, that's where the term comes from, sabotage. Apparently. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Um, so, you know, I, I feel like wooden shoes would have a lot of advantages. Like, number one. For sure. If, if you're going to put your, che- your, your foot, knee on the chest of somebody to take out a tooth, so imagine that flex. That's of, the best way. Yeah. Of like you wearing like a wooden Dutch shoe, like a yeah. Dutch boy kind of shoe like that. Can you imagine what your patient's going to look up and say? Because yeah. if, if they were to tell the next dentist that like, and then he put his foot on my chest and he was wearing one of those Dutch wooden shoes, there's no way any other dentist is ever going to believe that. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. I should so have my own pair. I, my last name is Dutch. Timmerman is Carpenter yeah. in Dutch. And uh, that so you should have... be able to make your own, Lance. Yeah. We, well, I should. Well, uh, unfortunately, we did that uh, Ancestry.com. We spit in a tube and got our stuff. Apparently, I got no Dutch in me. <laughs> We've been celebrating Dutch stuff my whole yeah. life. And uh, I, I got none. Turns out, uh, turns out maybe erroneously. What did you have? Uh, mostly British Isles stuff and uh, some Swedish. British and Swedish, huh? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, my dad was really disappointed. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to find that Brett Favre pick, and I really shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> we'll put that in the show notes, right? I really just, I, I just want to see the Crocs. That's really just what I want to see. Of course, yeah. I just yeah. want to see. I can't remember what color they were, but I remember he lime was green Crocs. Yeah, I think maybe they were. He was, I think he was at the Jets at the time. Uh-huh. Um, what about? I mean, listen. There was also some discussion uh, on the uh, uh, Funny Shit group this week about um, wearing stilettos. Uh, uh-huh. women yeah. wearing stilettos while they work and sort of the empowerment that they get from that uh-huh. and whatnot. And I just feel like, why can't we also have that? Why? True. Why True. do we need to, you Well, I know, think we, we should have easy spirits because you can play basketball and that, those things. I don't remember easy spirits. Oh, you don't? Oh, okay. No, yeah. The, let me the commercial this. for these, uh, you know, these women in skirts and wearing these stiletto easy spirit shoes, but they're playing basketball. And it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> uh, so when you search for Easy Spirit shoes now, you definitely get old lady tennis shoes. Um, oh, they weren't tennis shoes; they were in the ad, though. But I guess they must make branched out and made tennis shoes now too. Let me let me just see here. So Easy Spirit basketball heels. Sure. The heels are they pumps? Yeah, here you go. Nineteen eighty nine. Uh, there is a, it does look like there is a commercial of, uh, women playing basketball and I don't know if these are heels or pumps. I don't know the difference between the two. I don't either. 
And it, then it became really weird, like when Reebok came out with the Reebok pump. There was a double yeah. dribble right there, and I, it was a uh-huh. no call, and this is ridiculous. Uh huh. Uh huh. The 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 lady in the in the uh, in the purple dress absolutely double dribbled, and the ref didn't call it, and I yeah. I'm livid at this. The, point. the officiating is horrendous. I, I've I just, I just lost seventy five dollars on that on that. I just <laughs> I bet on that game before, uh-huh. like on the YouTube. I I just put in a quick bet in Vegas yep. and I lost some money. Got the over um, under and well. because of a non call, I'm I'm livid. <laughs> <laughs> The easy spirits may be a good one. I just, you know, I'd love to know what how empowering it feels like to uh, to walk into an operatory with just like khaki slacks on, but like some Christian Louboutin um, yeah. stilettos and uh, and just to own it. You know, I just really well, want to own it, Lance. Just tell me I, tomorrow after work. Let me know how it went. I, I will. I I feel like <laughs> as a as a cisgendered white male uh-huh. in in his late thirties, early forties, that. Um, I feel like I, I I just feel like I can't I feel like I can't own it, you know? Okay. And I think that that might be the thing probably to yeah. help me own it. So, I just I want to own it, Lance. Okay. I don't know what it is, but I want to own it. Well, good luck. <laughs> here's the, here's my real answer. I'll tell you what I wear to work almost every single day. Okay. So, I have sort of a daily ritual. Um, and believe it or not, as I'm looking for pictures of Brett Favre's penis, uh, uh, <laughs> an ad for Allbirds pops up on the left side of my screen. It's like they're oh, listening wow. to me. Oh, wow. That, that's, um, yeah. <laughs> um, surprisingly, these pictures seem to be sort of scrubbed from, um, scrubbed from the website. Huh. Interesting. Anyway. Um, so I have a daily ritual. I, I get up. Uh, a little bit early, and I go to the office. Uh-huh. Um, and I uh, have a stand-up desk, and okay. I have a walking treadmill, and I do all my admin stuff while I walk on the treadmill at like two and a half miles an hour. So I'm not. It's not like running. I'm not like fast right. walking or anything. I'm just walking. Huh. Uh, and so if I don't wear like a nice pair of comfortable shoes, like I'm gonna get, you know, calluses and oh, yeah. blisters and all that stuff. So that would be unfortunate. What I have found is, are you familiar with Cole Han? Uh-huh, I don't know why yeah. I said that strangely. Cole Han. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cole, I, I, I am. <laughs> Cole Han has a line of tennis shoes or has a line of dress shoes um, called uh, the Zero Grand. And okay. they are wingtips, uh, wingtip Oxfords that have almost kind of like a tennis shoe sole. But it doesn't look like a tennis shoe sole. So they look like normal dress shoes, but they look like kind of cool modern dress shoes. Okay. Um, and they are super duper comfortable. Mm. And, I, you know, I'm going to send you a link here so you can see them. But I, I really I really think they're, they're amazing shoes. I usually go through about a pair and a half a year. And they're a little bit more expensive than Carl's brown grandpa shoes. Um, but I feel like they hold up pretty well. They're super comfortable and they look super professional. Like great with yeah. pair of khakis. They're kind of like one of the set of pairs of shoes that I did order after my Allbirds and my Merinos. I got a pair that look kind of like kind of like this, except they're not leather on top. It's it's a fabric. It looks like wingtip, but it's fabric and it's got the white sole underneath. So it's very very similar to to this this Colhan here. I'm a huge fan of these. I have several pairs in several colors. 
Um, the they have these kind of like mesh ones that are sort of all fabric on top. Uh-huh. Yeah, those are, those are the ones I just the got. Summer. Yeah, yep. it's great during the summer. They breathe like a mother. Those are awesome. Um, I have some kind of colorful ones. I have some more you know neutral tones. I think they're great, and, yeah. and they're super. You walk all over with them. They look great. How durable, you know, because the, uh, that was um, Carl's big thing, was for 144, they should last longer. Yeah, I feel like they're going to last longer than the grandpa shoes. I mean, I, okay. I, my, I'm not a great example, because I put five to six miles on them a day, yeah. and I feel like most people probably aren't doing that. And so I can literally... Now, I will take this back. Do you remember when I came home from Alabama... And I like had driven all night and was up yeah. for like 48 hours. And then I got home and I threw up. Yeah. I threw up on a pair of the shoes and they did not survive that. But the, oh. to be fair, like they took the grunt of the vomit. Gotcha. So I don't feel like any shoes really, except for maybe some Crocs that you could just hose <laughs> off, which I guess is the best thing <laughs> right. about wearing Crocs for your dick pics is that, you uh-huh. know, when whatever gets on them, that gets on them, you can just hose them off. Hose them off. Yeah. Um, that's the only kind of shoe I feel like you could barf on. Um, and and be okay. So these were, these were pretty foobard after me barfing on them and I had to get a new pair. Um, but I feel like I can go probably eight to 10 months, uh, per pair. Um, but like I said, I'm hard on them because I walk a lot. Yeah. I walk a whole lot. So Carl, check out these Kohlhan zero grands. They're going to look a hell of a lot better, more stylish than the shoes that like my grandfather's grandfather thinks look like. Yeah. Grandpa shoes. Jesus. It's like, I, 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 one of my biggest fears was like turning 40 and just like thinking like those, oh, those are great, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm, gl- I'm sure glad that Velcro. hasn't happened. Yes. Vel- <laughs> Velcro only, please. <laughs> Velcro only, please. So Carl, I think we actually helped you a little bit. That's weird. Question two, Matt asks, and I'm going to speak for everybody here and just say that Matt is not being very woke when he asks this question. So I'm just going to read it because it's what he asked. Okay. Male cleaning ladies, what has been your experiences working with them? I've never worked in an office with one, but I'm considering one for a maternity leave position. Lance. Yeah. Have you ever had a male hygienist? I have. uh, Twice under my own employee, and uh, I currently am helping another office on uh, Thursday, Friday, and um, this amazing hygienist is male and probably the best I've ever met, so... Uh, the two ones that I worked with that worked for me, one about uh, five years ago, worked with me for about two years, and he, he was fine. Uh, similar issues, whether has not gender specific, as far as you know, selling dentistry and and all the stuff you work with and, and are coachable. He was fine. The second male uh, one was um, not not much of a good fit, but it was had nothing to do with the gender. I will say some patients do look at male hygienists that there's certain gender roles. It's more of an issue with them and not with me and, and, and such. But uh, the guy, Derek, in the office up in Redmond, he's fantastic. So when I was starting my practice, uh-huh. at some point I needed a second assistant. Uh-huh. And um, I, couldn't, I couldn't find one I really loved. And I interviewed a, somebody who I liked, and it was a male. Okay. And my concern was like me and a male hygienist in a room with alone with a female patient. Right. Has that ever been a concern for you in those types of situations that? No, the, the biggest concern I had was um, 
the the hygienist had well, wore a white coat, and uh, it was hard for the patients to know who was the doctor and uh, who was the the hygienist. Yeah, so, I can see that. And so I, I was like, "Yeah, dude, that's why I, the the team has black." Yeah, you got to go black or whatever. And yeah, yeah. Th- he just didn't like the didn't like black, but wanted the white. Well, but to, like, you're create as a hygienist, you're creating aerosol all day. Uh huh. And so a white coat with a bunch of little blood droplets on it doesn't look great by not so much. Nope. So that's why hygienists wear black is to because it doesn't show that stuff. Yeah, it's a lot less obvious. That's for sure. But yeah, totally, for sure. Like, there's the reason that it's a white coat syndrome, and it's yeah. not because they're nervous about the hygienist. Exactly. So that that was the only we never. I never got the sense that it was awkward having a female patient and then two males. Okay. Ganging. So. So we've heard some horror stories. Our friend Craig Harder, I think, has some stuff going on yeah. or something like that. That's not great. Um, yeah. That I think is still in the, the the criminal justice system. It's nothing with Craig. It was with somebody that worked for Craig. Uh-huh. Um, and so I know we probably should double check with Craig before we yeah, probably <laughs> when we edit this episode. Um, so that I, you know, I, God, I hate to boil it down to that because it's such a weird time. And like, if you, man, if you were to not hire somebody because I mean, you can't not hire somebody because of their gender, right? Like right. that's sort of. And this is just a weird place because this is one of the few things that's sort of predominantly one gender and we sort of ima- imagine one gender. Yeah. That being said, like, uh, there's some great, God, I hate this word, guy genists. Oh, yeah. Out there, like Andrew from Tale of Two Hygienists seems like uh-huh. a great guy. Yep. I mean, there's also some guy genists that we don't love, but there, yeah. Um, <laughs> but there, there's a few that we've we've run across that uh, that that have seemed cool. I, and, in my previous job before I started my own practice where I was an associate, there was a, a male hygienist named Victor. Uh-huh. Um, and Victor was a cool guy, super into cars. Um, cool. And uh, loved Adam Carolla. I would always, every oh, time Adam perfect. Carolla came to San Antonio, I'd always count on seeing Victor there. He's always there. Um, cool. And, and good guy, good worker, somewhat got along, but I would notice him kind of pushing buttons of some of the uh, other uh, female hygienists from time to time about like really? scrubbing their instruments and stuff like that. Not like n- not all at war, but just some antagon- little antagonizing things here and there. He knew aggressive. Skin their skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Victor was fine. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be against it. No, I'm not against. I think the issues you ever have, it's it's whether guy or girl, they're, uh, you know, you have your criteria of expectations, and if they can meet it, they can be great. And yeah. um, I've had issues with the guy hygienist, the same issues with girl hygienist. Sure. So, but like, Man, if I, I just clone Derek, the guy that uh, I'm with right now. It's oh, he's the best ever. I, I just man, I feel like if if it were to somehow come out. Uh huh. If, if if a male hygienist applied for a job with you uh-huh. and it were to somehow come out that you didn't hire him because he's male, I just feel like there would be yep. some sort of action against you. And I guess that depends state to state on what yeah. that could be. But I think either way, I don't I don't think you can discriminate no, <laughs> based no. on that. Which is weird. It's I mean, it's just a weird it's a weird place we're in. Hygiene is kind of one of those last few bastions of like, oh, it's a very specifically certain gender massage therapists are, are sort of like that because there's the deal now where most massage places you go to, they ask you like, are you, are you comfortable with a male or a female? Oh yeah. I don't know if you notice that up there in I, the more, I have, wo- in the more woke parts of the world. 
yeah, haven't really paid attention. So, do you get massages? It's been a little while, but we used to have a uh, male hygiene or uh, male massage therapist actually come to the house. I did a smile, and he couldn't afford the the fee, so we just said, "Well, just somewhere rub you off fifty times, rub a, rub us both." <laughs> Um, whenever I go to get a massage now, it's, it's very, it's very specific. They always ask that question. Are you comfortable with a male or a female? I feel like that question's got to go away at some point, right? Be like with all this sort of gender fluid, whatever, Uh at some point spas are going to have to not be able to ask that question. Yeah. And if you like go and be like, "Ah, I'd really like to have a female. They're just going to like, look at you like, man, Uh it's 2019, sir. Uh We, we don't discriminate our massage therapist based on how they identify or like that, that sentence is coming. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd like a girl, but I brought my own Jurgens. <laughs> That's a tough one. That's, <laughs> they might ask you to leave at that point. Oh, actually, probably. they're like, actually, you we'll know what? Our, time. <laughs> our appointments are, uh, we're all full today. I'm so yeah. sorry. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry, sir. Uh, <laughs> can I book my next one? No, I, nope. we're all, we're actually all books. We're busy then. Yeah. We're booked <laughs> until whenever. Yeah, I, I've pulled that move before uh, on a patient where I told my team, like, schedule this mother <laughs> When's the next Summer Olympics in the United States? That's when his right. next appointment will be. I Schedule him so far out. I like, when is LeBron James's son declaring for the NBA draft? Because that's when, I don't want to see him before that. Uh-huh. What, uh... I... Push push them out as far as possible. I feel like if you said that to a, a massage therapist place, they would they would tell you that. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the massages more, man. Yeah, I'm due. It's uh, when he finished we finished his work detail and, and suddenly we didn't have it. Uh, it's all, I'm, I've been going downhill. So yeah. uh, got to get back in on a on a system of regular. It wasn't that long ago. Andrew and I were at a resort in Mexico. Uh huh. And, um, we went to get a massage, like a couple's massage uh-huh. and everything was like in, it was, you know, it was in pesos and there was weird conversions. And so I just sort of didn't, I'll get to Mexico, whatever. I didn't really pay attention to it. And it was like, I thought it was like per couple, but it was actually per person. And it's like, when you put it all together, it ended up being a thousand dollars. Oh God. Oh my god! But it's like we've already had it. Uh-huh. We've already had the massage. It's now two days later when we're checking out, and wow, that's when they tell you, like, here's your bill. Oh yeah, here's the one that's translated over to U.S. dollars. Oh right, and uh, that's yeah, the thousand dollar massage. Wow, was it good? Was it good for you? It was great. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Uh, off the air, I can tell you all of the uh, all of the accoutrement that went with it. Oh. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was an, it was an interesting experience for sure. Huh. Okay. For sure. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Hire the male hygienist. Of course. It's 2019. You know, we gotta be cool. Time. Come on. Yeah. We gotta be cool with this stuff. We can't be, uh, we gotta be woke Lance. It's time. You live in the wokest area there is, I think. It's I might be. California. Yeah. 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 You ready for Reddit? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Reddit user Big Letter B asks, I gotta know. Dear Dennis, do nine out of ten of you really recommend every toothpaste ever? If so, do one out of ten dentists just hate toothpaste and recommend Civil War era hickory bark instead? Or is it more like you guys choose for every individual toothpaste which 10% of dentists will be haters? 
does it alternate? Huh. You know, um, I, I never got polled to get my opinion. I've never on gotten any. polled about this either. So we're um, not pollable, apparently. I, apparently, they don't want my woke ass opinion. <laughs> I've I've always wondered, and where do they do this this questionnaire about yeah. uh, who? It was always I always remember four out of five. I don't yeah. remember one nine out of ten. I remember four out of five. Yeah, four to five dentists who recommend gum recommend I think it was Trident was sort of the they were the ones that started that yep I I don't think it's that the other one didn't recommend it I just don't think he gave a that's that's exactly what I was thinking (laughs) was he ran out of 15 years ago yeah so chew whatever the you want right I don't I got lit like the more I know about about dentistry like into the my second and third Uh decade of my career yeah the more it's like oh right yeah okay yeah no, he just doesn't. Yeah. Just doesn't care. Knock yourself out. Chew whatever. Just doesn't care. Here's some shoe leather. Um. So I've never been pulled. I would love to go back and look and see, like, where do they get? Where do they get that from? What uh-huh. did that? You know, what was all of that? I just want to know more about um, about all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious. I don't see that really anywhere else since then. Do you? I've not seen that anywhere. I really don't. That's long staying power. Like that joke's kind of been around for a long time. It has been, and it uh, it's now just a a classic. Do you remember our our dental jokes from a few episodes ago? No. <laughs> don't you? You don't remember that? Like here are the here are my favorite dental jokes or whatever. Oh, well, I remember they were you all terrible. About it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of blocked it. We out. just shit on all of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder. Where this would, where like the four out of five dentists, I wonder where that would, um, where that would lie, like in, in those mm, near the bottom. Yeah, it's a shitty joke. It's total shit. <laughs> it's total shit. Um, uh-huh. It needs a Toto five sixty S to shitter. rinse that off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's look at his other posts. Let's see what big letter B is about. Big letter B um, for bong. What led you to become a podiatrist in the subreddit of podiatry? Hmm. In the subreddit of college, what is West Point like? Hmm. In the subreddit of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh-oh. It is a widely accepted fact that Frosty the Snowman is a lich. So I made a more accurate version of the song. I don't know what a lich is. I do not either. Um, some political humor stuff. Um, oh, here's a good one. Subreddit of dream interpretation. Oh. A very long and vivid dream. Should I read this? Sure. It's a little interesting. A very long and vivid dream. So I don't dream very much. I wish I did. And I actually really want to lucid dream, but I've never been able to. I think a lucid dream is like where you know you're dreaming, and so you can control the dream, if I remember that correctly. Yeah, I think that's a thing. All right. I've never really had it, but people talk about like being able to train themselves to lucid dream, and I don't know like what other than to just have sex with people in your dreams. Uh, What other reason would you have to lucid dream? I can't imagine, no. (laughs) 
Tonight was especially weird. When I have dreams, they're fairly short and vague, but this dream was in extreme detail. Here is a slightly altered version of what I put in my dream journal. I keep a dream journal in hopes of getting more vivid dreams. It so happened that a friend of mine who resembled my actual friend, who we will call Jenna, was a supernatural being, the daughter of death herself. Death was actually a very kind woman. Anyway, this friend was supposed to take over for her mother as the executor of earthly morality, mortality, in about a century. So she asked, so she was asked to accompany her mother on a short mission of claiming souls. Jenna was able to convince her mother to take me and a few others with her in the process, revealing multiple secrets of the universe. One other person who came was my real life friend, who we will call Ellen. But just use their real names. No one knows yeah, these people. Exactly. I had a relationship with Ellen last year, which I had a hard time getting over. When we set out, we went to Constantinople. More specifically, we went to Gothic-era tower in modern-day Istanbul. Jesus Christ. Where wow. multiple people were going to die that day. Each condemned person in the medieval structure was sleeping on a different floor of the keep. We moved between floors by way of an elevator, which actually levitate us through thin air to the next floor. Each level of the elevator was made from a different earthly mineral, iron, platinum, etc. It seemed that each mineral got progressively more rare and valuable going up, at least in the dream. I can't remember the exact progression now. On one floor, we ran into a person who I knew from school. She happened to be there on vacation. This was irrelevant to the rest of the dream. <laughs> On each floor, we watched a person's essence be pulled from their body while they slept, and I found it to be very traumatic. We reached the top floor. The elevator here was made of gold. I said to death, for those whose full-time jobs aren't mortality, this is pretty disturbing. She smiled and acknowledged this death exited through a door lined with solid gold into a room. The inside of the room was made of bedrock from the video game Minecraft and was filled with boxes of clothes. An invisible barrier seemed to stop me from following death into the room. Death seemed to use the, the room to teleport away, saying she would just trust Jenna to get us all home. <sighs> Jenna's really irresponsible. I don't know if you could trust her with that. Wow. G Jenna sent everyone except me home and said to me, you know, your full-time job is also mortality. She then gave me two pills, explaining that one was a powerful drug, which would get me high. The other was an ordinary Tic Tac Mint. I've seen this before in The Matrix. I took the tic-tac and we kissed. I don't believe that I ever took the drug. At that moment, medieval castle guards burst into the room and arrested me, even though the dream supposedly took place in modern day. The guards tied me up outside and were going to execute me. I saw Jenna standing next to me, and she told me not to be afraid, so I wasn't. A guard came up and decapitated me. I watched my body fall to the ground, but I was still standing there feeling totally fine. Jenna smiled at me, and we floated away together. I can sort of get the idea that the dream has to do with my feelings for Jenna, who I've gone on a date or two with in real life. I'm confused about all the other random details in there, though. Any interpretation is welcome. Lance, what do you think this dream means, buddy? Uh, drugs are bad. Qu quit tripping balls on mushrooms. I think this is all made up bullshit. Yeah, I, I think it's like the dear penthouse. You'll never believe what happened to me. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, it's all fiction. I think it is. I really do. I really think that's all bullshit. It's way too detailed. How many times do you hear from patients? Um, oh, I had a dream. My teeth were falling out. What does that mean? It doesn't fucking mean anything. No, no. dreams mean anything. Nope. They're not 
predictive. They're not no. telling the future. They're not warning you of, of things. It's just you had some cheese before bed, and it's fucking with your brilliant. Right. You're in REM for longer than you were before. Um, I mean, that's it, it's, it's so like, yeah. Uh, I'm just not a fan of like the idea. There's two things I don't love the idea of. One is the dreams mean stuff. Uh huh. The other is the Dutch. <laughs> yeah, the other is the Dutch. <laughs> no, the other is um, that like your your astronaut sign means anything. Uh huh. That's. Did you like, say astronaut or did you mean? <laughs> yeah, your astronaut, your astrological sign, <laughs> your astronaut sign. My Neil Armstrong was just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Gene Kranz guy myself. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> but Buzz Aldrin can just fuck off. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, the fact that like when your parents fucked, <laughs> like means anything about your personality. Uh huh. It makes no sense to me. None. Those two things I just think are total bullshit. Uh-huh. So I'm just reading this and. There's like there's just no way any of this happened. I think maybe something kind of like this happened in his dream, but yeah. not not anything like this. No, just a mess. Dropping asses, too much acid. Or just making shit up. Yeah, absolutely making shit up. Absolutely making shit up. Yeah, it's a. A yeah. fairly long dream. And would you be surprised that no one commented on this? There's one comment. <laughs> Kabuti 2. Without going into lots of detail, the dream shows you're getting ready to lose your head over this girl, Jenna. Oh, huh. yeah, yeah. Okay. What a mess. The fact that there's a place where people can go and like find out what yeah. dreams supposedly mean upsets me upsets me well Lance, i think that's gonna about do it whose turn is it for a song it would be you fuck <laughs> um okay well, let me look at my phone right quick <laughs> clint clint last week threw me off because i you know i wasn't yeah. expecting i don't know i just wasn't i just wasn't prepared i got one all right um i hope i haven't done this song before <laughs> we'll see someone will tell us Okay. Gina Dorfman will tell us because apparently she remembers way more about the show than we do. Oh my gosh, yes. It's like a walking like encyclopedia. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I said what? I did? Huh? Keep her on retainer. Yeah. Sounds like it. Sounds like hey, me. Sh- share this with your friends. Yeah. To be fair, if somebody says like, oh, Lance said something and that was an asshole statement, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like Lance. I don't yeah. remember it, but it sounds like him. <laughs> uh-huh. Share this with your friends. You got some demented friends, some depraved friends, some friends who are into dream interpretation and astronaut astrology. Um, <laughs> share the show with them. You know, I think uh, that's how we grow the show. One, one listener at a time. So just like your dental practice. Um, rate and review us. Lance, what's your favorite number? Vladimir Stepania. Still Big number five. five. Big fan of Jim Zorn. Um I don't know if we ever figured out if he were number five or nine. He was, he was number John Olerud. John Olerud works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you're iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, if you're flicking through Podbean, flick that five stars. 
Hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Hit us up on all of the social bullshits. Facebook, Working Interferences with Josh and Lance and the group Funny Shit for Dentists and Dental Team Members. Twitter, at Winterferences. Instagram, at Winterferences. Lance can be found on Instagram, at DMD. I can be found on Instagram, at Joshua Austin DDS. Mash that follow button. My song today is from... Um, I don't even really know how to say the band name. It's more about who it's featuring. Um, okay. Who I'm into. So it's Phyllis, F-I-L-O-U-S. The song is Goodbye, but it's featuring a guy named Matt Kearney, who I'm a big fan of. Oh, you've mentioned his name before. Yeah, I've been to a, a concert of his um, a couple times. Uh, super solid guy. I got to meet him. He was here in San Antonio a few months ago. And we got to do like the meet and greet thing. Yeah, very cool. Um, Phyllis, apparently, let's see, I'm looking just this off his Wikipedia, Austrian oh. uh, music producer and remixer. Like Falco. Uh, apparently, and he looks like a massive nerd. Uh, <laughs> needs a lot of ortho. Just tough look from the hairstyle department. Um, oh, all right. His name is Matthias Oldofredi. Oh. So I'm glad he went with Phyllis, Phyllis. Okay. Um, and in the first line of his Wikipedia, it says he has released a remix for Selena Gomez's song, Same Old Love, which is a song that I don't know. So <laughs> I'm glad that we have this one, Goodbye, featuring Matt Kearney. I hope that you like it. Um, it's Austrian, and anything from Austria is very good, yes. And now is the time we dance. Have you ever been to Austria? I have. Where, like Vienna? Is that where you go? Yeah, I did Vienna, and I had a Wiener Schnitzel in Vienna because I had to. I mean, that's what you do. Yeah, what else? What else are you gonna do? I mean, duh. That's <laughs> where, in the middle of the night, Clint and I were driving all around and uh, took a wrong turn, and suddenly we were in the main street of some amusement park. <laughs> it was uh, scary because we're like, "How the hell do we get out of here?" <laughs> Vacation Lance is just at a different level. <laughs> Vacation Lance is off the charts. Uh huh. <laughs> the craziest stories about Lance come out from vacations. It's absolutely- yeah. Good times. Absolutely insane. Well, enjoy. <laughs> I don't even remember the name of this. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> by Felis and Matt Kearney. Don't drive through an Austrian amusement park. It's not a great idea. No. For Lance Timmerman, this is Josh Austin. Peace and stay fresh, cheese bags. Everybody's got the reasons Everybody's got their lines Everybody says forever But it's never round when it dies My heart is on the table Somebody's gotta try I'm bleeding in the Say goodbye All my life Waited for something This right One more night And I'm trying to stop the morning light I don't want to say goodbye I wanna say goodbye. 
Say goodbye. 